0: The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom.
1: Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom. Because you're doing some of the most important Important work on the planet.
0: Channel Mom, we encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt.
1: Yay! Happy New Year. I hope you are having a blessed New Year, and if you're not, hold on. There's always hope. Welcome, moms. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we do encourage moms because you guys are super important, even when you feel unimportant and people forget to thank you and applaud you and cheer you on in your mom job. Thank you for what you do. Okay, so today's show is going to offer you a chance to reset your life. Hit that reset button to get a fresh start in your life, to bring a breath of fresh air into your home. She is one of our most popular guests and she's here to bring a new kind of peace into your life in the new year. Today, our YouTube famous friend, the Minimal Mom, is back to give us the next level decluttering advice. Dawn Matson is gonna give us her best new and revised tips to organize our lives and super small steps that we can manage coming up on Channel Mom. are a big deal. But sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering or giving at channelmom.org. The Abortion rate continues to increase in Colorado, but there is still hope. For 40 years, the compassionate
2: care team at Alternatives Pregnancy Center has come alongside teens and adults who feel like abortion is their only choice. Alternatives lets them know they're not alone. Through advocacy, resources, and mentoring, Alternatives Pregnancy Center moves people from a place of suffering to thriving. You can be part of the solution by giving just $10 to provide life-saving medical and counseling services. Give today at youhavealternatives.org/donate.
0: Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt.
1: Oh, these are always like my favorite times of the year when my friend Don Matson is on the show. She joins us quarterly to give us the latest and greatest advice for our lives and our homes to declutter, to organize, to relax to get to get past our stuff to just be restored to to peace and and frankly a a better looking home when we can just get the clutter out she is the amazing Dawn Madsen, better known as the Minimal Mom, wildly successful YouTube influencer. Lots of people know her on YouTube, and a lot of moms follow her, and there's a reason why. Uh, I was just watching her, her video today, and she's just so darn cute. I grew up in Minnesota, and she's just got that <laughs> Minnesota thing going on, and she's so cute about it. She's also the author of Declutter Your Home in 15 Minutes a Day. Our friend Jim, producer Jim, created this cute little intro for our friend Dawn.
0: In a world where stuff secretly invades your home,
1: oh my gosh.
0: one lone woman stands alone to intervene and help rid your domain of clutter. Only she can teach you to hear the lies your stuff is telling you.
2: I'll make you look younger, I'll make you smarter, I'll make you thinner, and I'll make you more organized.
0: She is the minimal mom, starring Don Madsen, rated G. Now playing on Channel Mom Radio with Jimmy Dean Schmidt.
1: Yay! That's awesome. Nice job. She still laughs. After, what, a year? We've been playing that year and a half? She's it never still, gets old. No, it, it doesn't. Old. It's just so It's darling. Yeah, you can borrow it sometime if you need to for YouTube. Yeah, Jim's giving you the thumbs up. Uh, welcome to Channel Mom, Dom. We're always glad when you're on. Um, so Welcome.
2: Yeah, thank you. I love getting to hang out with you.
1: Thank you. And um, we're going to try to, you and me, help other moms have a better year. Um, And there are no promises. And and here's the thing I love about what you're going to do for moms today You're not going to say, here's a way to improve, you know, how you look. Here's a way to lose weight. Here's a way to, you know, have a brand new home in 30 days. Like you're not doing that. You're, you're kind of taking all the stuff away that encumbers us and overwhelms us and stresses us out. And you're saying this is an an easier and a simpler way for me to give you a better life in 2024. So, so I love that about what you're about to do. And, and just (laughs) briefly, before we get to your little countdown of, of the best and new and revised tips to declutter and organize your home in 2024. You have chosen one thing over another thing this year. Can you explain that? Peace Um, over Let's see. Yes, that's the peace What's over that? something.
2: It's it's the peace. You said this year I'm choosing peace. Oh over- yeah, yeah, peace okay. over possessions. Yes, yes. thank you, Carla. was such a great lead-in, and I totally dropped the ball. <laughs> yes, so for our home, it is all about peace over possessions. And Jenny, I was telling you before we jumped on that I was sharing at a, a homeschool group on Tuesday night, and I like I got really emotional because you know here like we're like real life women in front of me, and I'm looking at them, and I just wanted to tell them. You're not the problem. You think you're the problem that you can't keep your house organized and you can't stay on top of it and all the kids stuff and all the events and all the things. You aren't the problem. You are just trying to manage way too much stuff. And there's a lot of things we can't control in our life. I know, Jenny, you are coming through like a tough season right now. There is so much we can't control, but we can control the physical things in our house. And if we are willing to pare that down, to simplify it, to choose peace over possessions, and we get our home back to being like, a safe haven where we can recharge and recoup and and reset before we have to head back out to another busy day the next day it it changes everything it it changes everything
1: yeah cuz you've been doing it for over 8 years now and you you really do say mm-hmm. we overuse the term life-changing but you really say mm-hmm. it changed yeah. your life as a mother oh yeah yeah
2: yeah i mean i felt like such a loser as a mom i would look around and i'd see all the toys on the floor and you know, I'm looking at the clock and my husband's me home from work soon and dinner's not even started. Like, yeah. I just did not even have it in me to continue to do all the things anymore. And that made me feel like such a bad mom and a right. bad wife and bad sister, bad friend. I didn't do anything right. then, Right. But as I worked to declutter and simplify our home, again, I was just doing it as a housekeeping tactic. But I found this renewed confidence in myself and belief in myself. And I had more time for my spiritual practices. So then I felt yeah. more grounded and I was doing everything better then and again I still could not control all the storms of life but I could feel um, more capable to handle the things that were coming my way.
1: Yeah and and I promise everybody we're going to get to her tips in a minute Dawn's Don, <laughs> always very sweet about saying you don't have to be a minimalist but you can yes. follow some of her minimal mom tips to, to get mm-hmm. some order and some peace and some new mm-hmm. fresh hope. You know my daughter and I who's Georgia is in the studio today and she and I I talk about the fact that when you're encumbered by your stuff and encumbered by your schedule, because you can declutter your schedule, too. Mm-hmm. So when you're oh, encumbered yeah. by those things, it, it, it makes it harder to do things like get fit and, and have time for an exercise mm-hmm. routine or to eat the way that you actually want to eat because you don't have time to cook anything. I mean, the, the, it, it it bogs down the stuff that really does matter, like your health and your yeah. marriage and your, your time for your children. Yeah. So so I love what you do. Always. All right, Jim, get ready, because Miss <laughs> Dawn, our minimal mom friend from YouTube is about to share, let's say, her top three decluttering tips for 2024. Thank you, producer Jim. It's like we're at the horse races. Um, okay, so I said top three, but I will probably try to throw in a bonus four and have you give them a bonus four. Um, but I was looking, I cheated a little and I looked ahead to some of the stuff you shared on YouTube, but I thought, man, every mother, every grandmother, every woman needs to hear these tips. So you go for it, girl. What is your first decluttering, organizational, bring your home into a peaceful place tip for 2024?
2: So number one is called body doubling. So this is a concept that's actually, uh, it's a really popular tactic that is prescribed to people with ADHD or ADD. So people that get distracted easily, Mm -hmm. Um, it's been well researched and known that they are more productive when they have somebody else in their same vicinity also working. And so it's just, you know, this idea that we're working alongside someone else. But now, what's been fascinating, what they're learning, is that it works virtually. So we can do it through YouTube, through other virtual means. You can um, FaceTime with a friend. And also, the person doesn't even have to be working on the same thing. <laughs> so you could be working on your taxes, and I'm trying to declutter kids' toys, and it actually still works. It's just the idea that we're both working at the same time. And I <sighs> think we've all experienced this um, that there's just something, if there's someone else in the room when you're trying to do something that you just kind of get to it more and you don't get distracted quite so easily.
1: That's so true. And, and here's a little plug for something we're going to do uh, on Tuesday of next week so uh, everybody join us on Tuesday we um, are going to do the body double thing my precious daughter Georgia Grace she and I have found a place in our house So everybody gets to see the messes in my house now We've, we found a place and you are going to get on Facebook with us Facebook live and you are going to mm-hmm. instruct us and guide us and lead us and encourage us as we body double we'll do it together we'll do the task together we declutter a particular area of our house and you're going to help us so tune in on facebook live at channel mom next week because dawn's going to help us do that and and i'll tell you what georgia has been helping me as she's been home from college for a month and you're right i am more productive if she's just sitting there with me and saying all right mom Because I recently had to do the bookkeeping thing with our bookkeeper. And, of course, I'd lost like 98% of my receipts. And she just helped me through it and held my hand. And we got it done because of that. You know, it's a thing. So body doubling. And you can do it on. You can actually do it as a FaceTime thing. You don't even have to have somebody in the same room with you, you're saying.
2: Yeah. Or, I mean, you can even put on YouTube videos. So if there's someone that you like to follow online, that's why I don't know if you've heard of, Jenny, like the clean with me videos are really popular on YouTube. Um, it's the same principle. It's like literally someone's just working while you're working, too. It's fun if they're doing like a similar thing, but they don't have to be.
1: Yeah, that is so good. Body doubling. OK, so and we'll do that next week with you. And and Don, quickly, before we go into the second tip. Women should know that that you're working on their health today, too, because isn't there a a horrible statistic about how our clutter stresses us out and then that can also hurt our health? Is that correct?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, it's well researched now that clutter actually raises stress hormones, so cortisol. And it's just so fascinating that when they've studied this in in, um, two people households, like a husband and a wife, that the women are more impacted by it than the men. Yes. (laughs) And so... I think it's because we look at clutter and we're like, that's all the stuff I have to do. You know, and men are like, oh, it'd be nice if that was taken care of, but it's not <laughs> on my plate. You know? So uh, It really stresses us out when there is clutter around us. So it's nev- we live in such a busy and chaotic world. There's so much everywhere that we're that, you know, inputs, you know, everywhere we go. So if we really need
1: a more simplified space to come home to. We do. If you want better health, that means lower mm-hmm. cortisol levels, less stress. So, so Dawn's tips are going to help you in that regard. Okay, number two decluttering tip, organizational tip for 2024.
2: All right, this is the no sevens rule. So a lot of times um, I've heard from women, especially who struggle with more like perfectionism and they don't want to make a mistake. And so if you're going through something like clothes or beauty products and maybe you hold something up and you're like, it's not perfect. It's not like a for sure yes but it's, maybe it's not a for sure no either. Yeah. I love this idea of no sevens. So you rate it on a scale of one to 10, but you can't pick seven because we all know that seven is like a nothing number. Seven is just like, a well, it's fine, you know? Um, and yeah. so if it's a eight, nine, or 10, you keep it. Again, it doesn't have to be perfect, but an eight, nine, or 10 means it's pretty good. You're likely to wear it and use it. But if it is seven or below, then it goes and you don't keep it.
1: Okay. So that's a rating scale. Just so because pe- the first one you said no sevens, I know that, you know, the number seven is associated with God's c- perfect completion. Yeah, and I was I like, it. They're <gasps> like
2: It's a biblical number. It's a
1: wonderful number. I do understand that. But we also use it if you have to rate
2: something. It's yes. actually the most common number that people pick yeah. um, as a rating. And it doesn't give us
1: anything helpful to work with. That's so true. <laughs> Because it's like, it's a completely <laughs> non committal number. You're just like, I can't say it's exactly. really good. I can't say it's really bad. Yeah, you're right. So, no sevens. I like it. <laughs> All right. So, so, we may get to, to four or five here. Tip number three for decluttering in uh, 2024.
2: Okay. Let's talk about kids stuff. So, what we need to know is that kids are not good at managing inventory. So, if you have gotten frustrated with your kids that they can't keep their toys picked up, they're their clothes, their craft supplies, their new Christmas gifts that they got. It's because they are literally not wired to organize and clean and manage lots of stuff. They're not good at it. And we have overwhelmed our kids with so much stuff. Our kids have way more stuff to manage than they were ever designed to. If you look at kids' brains, they're meant to be creative. They're learning. The amount that they learn, um, you know, between zero and 10 years old is is just incredible. So they're busy learning and creating and um, imagining and and all of that, they're not good at managing inventory. So it's our job then as the parents to work on scaling that back. And what is a really helpful guideline um, is to match the amount of toys. Like we get asked, like, how many toys should kids actually have? We match the amount of toys they have to their age and stage. So they should be able to mostly – pick up and care for their toys on their own. We might pitch in every once in a while, but mostly if you're like, hey, it's dinner time, pick up your toys, they should be able to uh, put them away and, and clean up whatever it was they were playing with. And so for most of our kids, that is actually a very small amount of toys.
1: Okay. So so give me an example. Like you, how, how old is your youngest?
2: Yeah. So um, what's really interesting, so our youngest is nine and uh, what we did, like when Christmas and and new Christmas gifts came in. They got some new Legos and and some remote control cars. And so what I did was I packed away their old toys, which again, we don't have a ton, so it wasn't a big deal to do. And then I just gave them each one Rubbermaid, like a small, not even like a big Rubbermaid tote, but a small Rubbermaid tote that they can keep in the living room right now with their new toys that they were playing with. So they just have one small container of toys but they were new they were fresh um, and they have were a, you know a couple weeks removed from Christmas now that is all they have been playing with since Christmas and so if we will highly simplify their environment you're gonna find that your kids are actually very creative and this is so funny Jenny I was just listening to a, a book today and the gentleman was talking about that if his kids said they were bored He would tell them he would say that means you're not using your brain so what you should do is go take get the broom and you should start sweeping the floor because when you're doing something mindless like sweeping it helps your brain to come back alive and you're going to have all kinds of ideas come to you (laughs) while you're you're sweeping the floor and i'm like oh that's so funny we should call it like the boredom broom like if our kids come to us and they're like i'm bored you're like oh Awesome. Go get the broom and start sweeping. And I bet new ideas are going to come to your mind. So your kids are fully capable of entertaining themselves. The problem is, is we've surrounded them with too much stuff and it's really hard for them to focus and get into creative play because there's just too much stuff around them. But if you will highly simplify it, you're going to find that your kids can occupy their time. They play better. They're happier and more content. It is beautiful what happens when we scale back the inventory.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I, I love all of those tips. You know, I, I always love your tips, but, um, I, I want grandma and grandpa to hear this today too, because I think there's always that feeling like, but, but I need to give more gifts than the other grandma and grandpa, or I need to make sure Mm -hmm. that they have, they know how much I love them. So I'm getting them 64 things. And and so grandparents need to hear that too. And I also think in the digital age that we have discovered when our kids are overwhelmed and particularly by digital stuff, it's depressing Mm -hmm. to their brain. It depresses their brain. and their kids will be happier yeah. if they have to come up with some of their own make believe, their own play, their own I love that yeah. you remind people of that because our brains are amazing. Mm-hmm. God gave us amazing brains and our kids can thrive just with their brain. Just yeah. them and their brain. Yeah. So so I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so uh tip number are we what are we on? Three? Are we on two? That was three. We can okay. do a, a We can do a bonus yes. four, yes. <laughs> okay, bonus four. Go for it.
2: Okay. I love this idea. So I've talked about time will tell bins before. But I'm going to shorten the amount of time we use it to one month. So this is a box or a Rubbermaid tote where you put aside things that you're just not quite ready to declutter. So it could be expensive kitchen uh, gadgets. It could be kids' toys. Um, What a lot of parents do initially is they just box up the bulk of their kids' toys. And they just say, hey, we're doing an experiment. um, And then just set it aside for a month. And a month for most of us is actually plenty of time to see if we're going to miss the item, if we actually need it. You know, if your kids are like, oh, I'm really upset. You packed up my train and I really want it. You can just go into the box and grab it back out. Um, it works well for clothes, too, whether it's for your own clothes or your kids' clothes. But just pack it up for a month, put the date on it, and then in the, another month, circle back. And you'll be very surprised that by... By doing this, creating some separation from it, it's usually a lot easier to donate these items then because we have more clarity if we actually missed it or not.
1: So so you get a box and you say, I'm going to put the things that I'm that I'm not sure if I should throw away or give away Mm -hmm. and you leave it there for a month. And if you don't use it, that's when you have the freedom to give it away or throw it away. Yeah, exactly. Okay, because I'm going through this. You know, I shared with folks a, a week mm-hmm. ago or two weeks ago that my precious papa, who I, I love very mm-hmm. much, passed away. And so now my mom and I and the family and friends are going through her house to sort, you know, 63 years of marriage oh, and 87 yeah. years of living out of, of a reasonably, you know, sized house, a, a reasonable sized mm-hmm. house and and so much stuff. And she yeah. is struggling with because she's got sentiment attached to my dad. Oh, yeah. So she's like, I yeah. don't know if I should give this away. And then I have sentiment. So I think I, maybe I should take yes. this. We have all these boxes yes. of slides. And mom's like, I we can't give this away. Our family memories on that. And I'm like, when am I ever going to be able to watch slides? You know. And so, right. yeah, <laughs> you, when you attach yeah. emotion, it's really, really hard. How do you get past that, Don? How do we get past attaching emotion to things, knowing that we probably should give them away or throw them away?
2: Yeah, there's a really great book, um, and probably, Jenny, it's will be a great time for you to check it out. It's an easy read. It's called Let It Go by Peter Walsh, mm-hmm. and he talks about treasure hunting. And so if, it, it's it's hard. I mean, this is still fairly fresh for, for you and your family, um, but as we get a little more removed, we want to look for treasures. We want to look for a few key pieces that we will display in our house, and we'll be excited Um, to show our kids and to, you know, at Christmas to revisit the memories. Or if someone comes over to our house and they notice something on the wall and we're excited to tell the stories about it. So we want to find a few treasures that really, like, encompass who our our dad was or or who the special loved one is. And if we can identify those and pull those out, then it does make it a little bit easier to let the other stuff go because we do feel like we are honoring them and we're remembering them and we're being really selective about the pieces that we're going to keep.
1: Yeah, I've had Matt Paxton on the show who used to host Hoarders. Yeah, and he's a wealth of information. And he says so often when people do go through a loss of a family member or a divorce or a loss of a job, that's when they hoard because they keep stuff Mm. that they tie sentiment to. And he he said, I see the pain in them when I go into a house with – hoarding and too much stuff mm-hmm. so we do have to be able to let this stuff go that that is an amazing tip all right so in in our final few minutes i want to make sure n- not for life like we're not dying but in our final few minutes <laughs> of, uh, of the show um i want the mom this is kind of a superficial thing but i want moms to know how their house can actually kind of have an upgrade like your home can actually mm-hmm. look prettier better more stylish mm-hmm. if, if you can learn to get rid of stuff and learn to declutter can mm-hmm. can you expand on that for me
2: yeah, you know, I I fully resonate with the comparison game when you're a mom, yeah. and the you know I we would go to like playdates at these like beautiful homes and you know and they have all the updated decor and and all this and you know it, there were times where I'm like I would I would really enjoy living in a house like this yes. yeah know? me too me too but yeah what I what I found was that as we decluttered and simplified our home that I really fell in love with it again and I think one of the big parts of it was that it just kind of detached me from the putting so much importance on stuff and physical items. It was, it's kind of like when you detox from sugar or something like that, you know, you go on a spending freeze, how you're, it, it just brings clarity. And I also found that then Um, Even though I didn't want to add like tons of decor back into our house, I was really intentional about bringing in some furniture pieces that I liked that were functional and beautiful. So I don't need lots of decor or, um, you know, maybe some paint colors that I wouldn't have chosen or I'm really selective with the bedspread now on our bed. And so I was very careful choosing some key pieces that made a statement, but I didn't need lots of stuff. I just needed a few things that still made it feel cozy and beautiful and reflected my personality but also were really easy to take care of. And my home still felt cozy, but I never had to worry about people coming
1: over or anything like that because it was also really easy to keep picked up and, and cleaned up. Yeah, and simple is classy. Like you walk into a home that's Mm -hmm. simplified and uncluttered. It's a really classy look. So, so, and again, we're not trying to measure up. I'm not saying it for that reason, but I just want a mom to kind of get excited about this. Like, oh, I don't have to go out and buy a bunch of new stuff. I don't have to the latest and greatest. I don't have Mm -hmm. to have a 5,000 square foot home. I can still have a beautiful Mm -hmm. home if if I choose to to follow this process of decluttering and organizing. I love, love, love it. Mm -hmm. Miss Dawn, you're going to be back soon. And I want to remind people that you and me and, and Georgia Grace is that you and I are you and me. (laughs) (laughs) are going to be on Facebook Live at noon Mountain Time. uh, No, no, 11 a.m. Mountain Time and noon Central Time next Tuesday. And you're going to help us declutter a messy spot in my house. um, And it's going to be very instructive for other people. So thank you, Dawn. and, And people can find you where?
2: Yep, just search The Minimal Mom on YouTube, and you will see hundreds of videos that we can body double. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes.
1: (laughs) Hundreds of videos. Yes, you have, what, 700,000 followers or something, more than that. All right, God bless you, my friend. Thanks for being on Channel Mom. Thanks, Jenny. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, I do hope you'll join us on Facebook Live on Tuesday. What's that date, Georgia? Will you remind me Tuesday the... uh, I can't think. Next Tuesday. (laughs) Anyway, it's Tuesday. I don't know the date. Is it 16th, 17th, 16th, 16th? Yeah. Tuesday the 16th. Come join us. Be on Facebook Live with us. Also, if you would like to help us with our prison program called Forever Moms to restore moms to healthy parenting, to restore them to their children, please let us know that you'd like to volunteer at info at channel Info at channel mom.org. And then also tell your friends about our podcast. Share the podcast. We're on all the platforms. Our podcast is growing. I'd love to be able to encourage other moms because you've told them about our podcast. Like today's podcast is a great one to share. We're on all the platforms at Channel Mom. We're at Channel Mom on Facebook and social media if you want to follow us there. And go to channelmom.org if you'd like help or encouragement or advice. We have all kinds of things that we do for moms at channelmom.org. Hey, God bless you guys. I hope you have a blessed year coming up. Thanks so much for tuning in. Oh, thank you, Jim. Always forget to thank Jim. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Georgia, for being in studio with me. If Channel Mom radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us in order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground? We need help from listeners like you.
0: You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to channelmom.org and click donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together. Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison, and homeless shelters, or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Visit ChannelMom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.